When words collide, have you any wool? Yes, sir. I'm sorry. We interrupt this program for a special news bullet. Without Big Car, all of the hosts of this show would be homeless. Big Car. Big Car. Big car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now, Indy City Football Live! It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Yeah. Hit me, Jordan. Third. Oh! Whoa. You're not enjoying yourself. Get out of here. Double volunteer points. Double. Who do I have to pinch to get a Coke? Just friendly hug fests. This is my show now. It's the only show on earth about neighborhood soccer. Indy City Football Live on 99.1 FM WQRT. And now your hosts, Josh Baker, Jason Chisholm, and Jay Desai. With the latest from Big Car, Indy 11, and your neighborhood team. Hello and welcome to ICF Live. Yes, that's ICF. Incredibly consistent failures because that's what we are. (laughs) You want to explain to the listeners why? Dear listeners, this is the second time we've recorded this show. We had a good show. The the first show, it was perhaps the best show we've ever done. Probably the best show in Like, that sounds ridiculous, but it really was, like, it was coherent (laughs) and it was funny and we made ourselves laugh. It doesn't sound like this show at all. Exactly, right? So... Uh, it was lost to the annals of time uh, when the recording, instead of recording our voices, recorded the live radio <laughs> of WQRT LP, which you're listening to right now. And what you're listening to is me droning on about Indy City Football. This is Indy City Football Live, a show about our neighborhood soccer league. We play soccer here. It's based in different neighborhoods. And uh, we play it live every week on Wednesdays. That's why this is called ICF Live. It's be- it's not because this show is live, because it's not. Because we play it's live. It's because we play live, live on Wednesdays. Uh, we are a league that values um, good citizens of the city that we're in. We want to have our people volunteer. We want to have them take responsible means of transportation. And so we reward those things along with play on the field. You might say... Nope. <laughs> you might say <laughs> a good citizenship <laughs> twist. Yes, that is Jordan's favorite line, and he That's will make line. us say it till we die. <laughs> Let's talk about this past week's results. The game of the week was between uh, your heroes, Old North United and Midtown FC. And fortunately, unfortunately, unfortunately, the Royals lost. Uh, four to two. What's that? The Royals. The Royals is the nickname that I just came up with for Old North United since we uh, wear purple, and that is the color of royalty. There's and no so royalty. You won't even say Real West, but you claim that <laughs> Old okay. North has okay. a, what, a what? king, a prince, who, some sort of regent. Who, who is the king of the West? Just because you've never met his highness. It's yeah. not Real. It's real. It's real. Authentic. <laughs> it's royal. It's royal West. It's, it's real West. <laughs> It's really West. <laughs> anyway, Old North was defeated 4-2 to um, in a tough game. Uh, a little bit contentious, uh, but as far as I'm concerned, Old North actually won one to nothing because that's the score when I was there. Um, <laughs> because I arrived late. I was, when uh, did you show up? I arrived about two-thirds of the way through the game. Uh, I was stuck up in Grand Park uh, working at Colts camp. And, so uh, when you arrived, they were losing 4-1. to one. Yes. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. But with me on the field, things change. Order was restored yeah, to order the was world. Restored. Now, and where did you where did you play at when you got? I uh, I played right back. I didn't play goalie, so I was out in the field. So that might just mean that uh, my team's better off with me out in the field than in the goal. He's just speaking directly to one listener, Kareem. <laughs> The manager, <laughs> just let me out of the goal, please. I've been trapped here forever. Upper Downtown FC beat Bates Hendricks FC 3-1. to one. Found Square. Uh, we actually had a draw this week uh, with Garfield Athletic Club. Garfield is middle of the table. So it's a huge win for Fountain Square. No, I believe it's a draw <laughs> because you tied. It's a uh, draw with a capital W at the end. <laughs> at the end. <laughs> okay, draw. I get it. At the end of the game, uh, as we were as we were finishing up getting ready to leave, uh, I was told by Matt, our captain, that I had a fantastic soccer move that got him the ball that he scored his goal on. And you I don't asked remember him, the And move. I asked him, what did I do? You had to explain this to me. I don't know what I did. And then <laughs> another player came and was like, oh, yeah, no, it was fantastic. You did it, like, perfectly. And, and, I mean, that was, like, that goal was all because of what you did. And I was like, no, seriously, tell me what I did. <laughs> what did you do? I don't no. know. He's they never he told me. Out. <laughs> <laughs> I subbed uh, out shortly thereafter. You, you did a blacked-out assist. He just yeah. has no memory. <laughs> I think what happened was is I went to kick it, missed it, and they thought that I was intentionally trying to, like. Oh, did you intentionally dummy? Yeah. Dummy? Yeah. Oh. All right. So, um, Maybe. Who knows? Well, uh, good game, Jason, uh, and good assist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the another news: Sporting Heron Morton defeated Atletico Cottage Home five to three. I saw that game, and uh, it was uh, which uh, for those of you who may not have realized this, that's a repeat of last year's final match, and it um, it was not one-sided uh, because I watched. I came in there. I got very excited because if Heron Morton drew or lost and Woodruff won then we would have had the f- most points at the end of the season. Um, but it was 2-2. Uh, it was actually 1-1 when I started, and Cottage Home was doing good work. In fact, they went up. They went up for a bit. Um, and then, um, well, things kind of teetered off. I get Heron Morton does not ever low slow down the intensity. Right. And their top, they, like whoever they, just they have. They pushing, yeah. And they don't have like a week eight. Their consistency stays at a certain level. So even with the subbing and all, so... Anyway, good on Cottage Home for uh, making that competitive and uh, just kind of reflects the, the state of the league. Even if you're down near the bottom, there's a, there's still a chance that you can put in a good shift against a better team. I and mean, we, we saw it uh, with Mass Ave against you guys earlier. Yeah. Uh, you can catch these, uh, these giants off their, off their game and, uh, and uh, get a result off of them. We also had AC Mile Square uh, beating Old Speedway City 3-2. to two. And other scores, we got Mass Ave United. They cleaned up against Real West 7-1. to one. And that actually uh, guarantees them a spot in the playoffs proper. They will not be in the playing games. Um, Mass Ave is really on a run right now. They had some good results the past couple weeks, and they're going to be playing up against uh, Cottage Home. AC Woodruff Place defeated Irvington FC 7-1. to one. Uh, Nothing of any importance happened that game. Nothing no, funny. S- see, I no, heard. No. I heard that there was a walrus playing in goal. Is that correct? Or yes. No? Yeah, that was me. I was the walrus. It's a, that's a good description of how I flailed at a moment where I misjudged an attacker taking a shot. But I I thought he was going to go for the bottom right, um, and my body got the message much quicker than it was supposed to. <laughs> so I just fell on my side before he shot. Before the ball. he even shot it. Yeah, and then he shot and he hit the top 
top post and came straight down. So I was on my back and I started like waddling around in a circle to get to the <laughs> ball. And then one of their one of their ladies uh, picked up the ball and, and she she took a kind of a soft shot that was a little bit higher. And while on my back, as I had kind of wobbled around in a 180 degree <laughs> semicircle, I reached my hand up and I slapped the ball out. So I saved it. But everyone was laughing. Of course. It was a very yeah. entertaining save. Um, I just now realized that uh, we never introduced ourselves off the top of the, our, the show. So I'm Josh Baker. I'm Jason Chisholm. I'm Jay Desai. And we also have our producer who might get fired, and his name is... Commissioner Jordan. <laughs> so he's never getting fired. <laughs> uh, we also had Broad Ripple City uh, drawing... One to one with Mapleton FC. That was a really uh, good game. Me and Jordan watched a lot of that. Um, it was not for a lack of tries. There was a ton of shots on goal, and just two great games from the keeper. Yeah, and I thought an excellent example of a game being competitive but not salty. Exactly. Do you yeah. think that any this job. this draw and like series of kind of a bad run for Mapleton has anything to do with their terrible captain, <laughs> Matt Stump? <laughs> now I will say after the game, I found Matt. I shook his hand and congratulated him on a good game. I thought he did really well. Did he apologize for fake kidnapping you? <laughs> no, no, he did not. But that was clearly Sat Mumph. Yeah, what Sat Mumph was a different yeah. person who looks exactly the same. And yeah. our last result of the week was Meridian Kessler United 0 and Real Fletcher Place 5. Hard loss for the MKU. <laughs> the MKU. You're listening to the home of Indy City Football Live, 99.1 FM, WQRT, Indianapolis. Let's talk about last week's ICF challenge. The challenge last week was best after party photo. And I think this was an award for the whole year because Meridian Kessler United won and they have proven to be the best after partiers in the league. Far and away, I think they've been to every single after party and they are always giving the spirit of the league to the, the restaurants and bars of Indianapolis. So they, they won best after party photo. This week's challenge is most remote photo. All you have to know is take a photo in a faraway place. With your jersey. With your jersey on, yeah. yes, sir. Yeah. Are Photoshop's allowed? No Photoshop. Has to be a real photo in your ICF jersey, and uh, the most remote photo wins. Let's move on to our extra point standings. Uh, as you may or may not know, we reward people for not only the ICF challenges, but we reward them for volunteering in the community and taking responsible means of transportation to and from games. So who's winning the transit? The transit standings uh, are currently led by Bates Hendricks, um, but they and, uh, what, five other teams are over half a point uh, in transit points, which means they've uh, carpooled or biked or walked or scootered or taken the bus over 50 good. times a this year. A third of the league. Yeah, that's so good. that that's, that's great to hear. Um, Bates, Hendricks, Old North United, Athletico Cottage Home, Garfield AC, Mapleton FC, and Real West all have uh, gotten over 50 separate transit incidents. Not incidents. <laughs> 50 different transit points. Uh, uh, and that is the most that we've ever had in the six seasons. Yeah, it's awesome. fantastic. Lots of people um, doing their best to uh, save the world a little bit. For volunteer standings, we actually have three teams that have garnered over half a point. We have AC Mile Square, FC Fountain Square, and good old MKU. MKU. Uh, they have all volunteered several times and, and gotten over a half a point, which uh, 
great job in the community, and uh, thank you for doing all that good work. Um, in fact, AC Mile Square has scored over an entire point in volunteer standing. It's like amazing. Volunteer points, which is crazy. That's a lot of volunteering. Uh, in terms of challenge standings, um, Real West, Irvington, Mile Square, and MKU have all won twice or more in the challenge, and so they all have over half a point extra in that as well. That's great, and uh, that brings the, the looming dark question of who's, got the, who's leading the last place race for least engagement? So uh, in third to last place in terms of least engage is Broad Ripple City. <laughs> They have a tenth of an extra point. And uh, uh, am I correct to recalling that the reason why is because their captain <laughs> rides his bike from Broad Ripple to the game every week and back? And, and he's the only and one. The, and he missed one week, so it's and not point one, one, one. <laughs> So he has <laughs> literally carrying the team on his back on, yes. the, on two, two and from To and from Broad Ripple every week. So he's the only person that has been engaged on Broad Ripple. So good on you, Captain of Broad Ripple City. I don't know your name. Ron but Sandlin. Ron, Ron Sandlin. Sandlin. You're, you're a great person. Try to get the rest of your team involved. <laughs> uh, then we have, in second to last, we have Old Speedway City, which has five hundredths of a point. That's point zero five. Uh, they refused to carpool to the games, <laughs> even though they easily could hijack the tour bus that goes around the speedway. Oh, easily, easily. And right? <laughs> take their entire team to the game in it. Now you are making it sound illegal action. When, <laughs> when, when I do work at the Speedway and I do drive one of the buses, I half-assed about uh, getting one and keeping you it overnight. You half-assed or half-axed? I, I half-asked. I only got <laughs> half that question out before. Uh, I was told, no, <laughs> you cannot take a bus. <laughs> uh, I do want to offer uh, Old Speedway City uh, one last chance to redeem themselves, and that is if they can get nine of the two-seater Indy cars and transit over in that way, this is I'll, I'll just let a them win. greater form of theft. <laughs> <laughs> you I don't, don't even think All that exists. All the more reason to be rewarded with the. <laughs> you don't know they <laughs> might own trophy. those. Yeah, yeah, they might own those. <laughs> <laughs> and then we come to our last place team in the engagement race. Uh, they have so spectacularly not been involved in this league that they only have eleven thousandth of an extra point. <laughs> And that is Sporting Heron Morton. Sporting. Congratulations, Heron Morton. You guys are terrible. Good work, Sporting Heron Morton, for having over a thousand millionths of a point. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> Thank you for the 11 and, books you donated. But, but yeah, and that's from the donation of books. But like, as we've mentioned here before... Um, they just don't care because they're so high up. No, 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 they no. don't need well, it. Well, the thing is, though, it's likely that they actually, because they all live, you know, there are a lot of couples. Yeah, they, this is true, yeah. They have likely got garnered a lot more points because they're always doing stuff. Right. Well, and that yeah. neighborhood is always doing stuff. They're always volunteering. They're all, yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. all yeah. in the neighborhood association. They're, so yeah. it's not that they're not doing yeah. things. It's yeah. that they're, they're just, not reporting it. They just Maybe. haven't bothered to report it because it doesn't matter. That's Maybe the, uh, they don't want the top seed in the playoffs. Maybe they're trying yeah. to slack back they a little bit. They want to be warmed you know, up. Historically, the top seeds had a tough yeah. time in the playoffs. So. They don't yeah. want your... Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Jordan keeps telling me this. <laughs> Every time I see him. Maybe, maybe they, don't maybe want they really trophy, don't want to face Fountain Square. <laughs> wow. Another one. This is all because I didn't pull up far enough in the parking space. <laughs> <laughs> it's a consistent fault of yours. <laughs> all right. So uh, that brings a question of playoff standings. So our top four are pretty much decided. 
um, in terms of who the top four will be. The, the, the places aren't. But uh, Woodruff Place, Heron Morton, Miles Square, and Midtown are going to be your top four so in some all order. Through the, through the Champions League of Cities, we'll be playing whoever wins Cincinnati yeah, play, City football. Yeah, we play Kansas City football, maybe. Um, but anyway, the, the top four are locked in those positions, um, and the top three have a chance of winning the regular season. Uh, Woodruff Place is on 31.46, Heron Morton on 30.01, and Miles Square on 29.02. So if uh, any of those teams can win the title, the, the regular season title. And there's some uh, tough games coming up. Uh, Woodruff is playing number six seeded Broad Ripple. Heron Morton's playing eight seeded Old North. Miles Square is playing the ninth seeded Mapleton. So it's not going to be an easy week for no. any of the top three teams. And Midtown is playing the very well minded Bates Hendricks. Which is interesting because uh, Midtown's currently the fourth seed and Bates is currently the 13th seed. And so they're playing each other the last week of the season. And if they both stay in that same seeding, they will play each other the next week oh again. Oh, boy. Which uh, could see things getting interesting. Could see the Midtown extend their lead as yellow card leaders. <laughs> <laughs> but the more interesting battle is actually fifth through tenth. There are six teams within three points of each other. So that's Upper Downtown, Broad Ripple, Garfield, Old North, Mapleton, and Fletcher Place. Any of those teams could finish in any of those slots. And it's going to be madness in this last week. I think um, there's... Two matchups we haven't talked about yet, and that's Upper Downtown is playing Garfield, so that's five versus seven. Broad Ripple's playing Woodruff. Mm -hmm. uh, Old North is playing Heron Morton. Mapleton is playing Miles, Miles Square. Square. And who's Fletcher Place playing? Fletcher Place is playing uh, Fountain Square. Ooh, Fletcher Place. The, the Derby. They have nothing to play for. We got. We we can actually get they, they out of They literally have uh, so much to play for. Yeah, they could jump up to fifth from tenth. And I think uh, Fountain Square is permanently set now in the play-in game. So. Yes, that's the other thing to look at. The, uh, the bottom three, Fountain Square, Real West, and Irvington, are locked into playing in the play-in games, unfortunately. Um, but Fountain Square jumped up two places with that tie. So they are out of the cellar. We did. We could actually get to uh, 15. Yeah. If things fall right. Uh, sure. If I mean, okay, I'll, I'm happy with well, 16. He, here's the other deal. Real West and Irvington are playing each other. I mean, there's a chance you could be back down 18th if they tie. Wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> Wait, <that's> what? Because right. <laughs> if, if they tie. If both teams get a point, they jump You're over right. you. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, the, the race for the last play-in position is down to Bates Hendricks, Speedway, and Cottage Home. I think I just ruined Jason's world with that, uh, that truth bomb that he could finish in 18th. I had not even considered that. Cottage Home has a chance to get above both Speedway and Bates Hendricks um, if they win over... Mass Ave United. Yet another nod to uh, the importance of additional points, both in transit and volunteer. Yeah, because Cottage Home, even though they have uh, similar uh, game results to Bates and Speedway, would be over them with all the extra points. So if uh, Cottage Home wins and Speedway loses, Speedway's in the playing game and Cottage Home is out. So uh, that would be very interesting. Uh, they have a tough game against Mass Ave, though, that uh, Mass Ave's won two in a row now. And what, like... I don't think they've lost in three or four weeks either. They've had a few ties, but... Uh, they were in the play-in game a couple weeks ago. Yeah, exactly. So that's uh, that's what we're looking at next week, and the, that's what standings uh, are. Um, hopefully, 
we actually get to play the games this week because there's a chance there's storms, but there's always a chance of storms, right? That's so, right. And we yeah. will play if there's no lightning. So, you know, it's not... I've, I've always really wanted to play in just pouring rain. It's so yeah. much fun. Fountain Square is a real good mutter. I think we'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to 99.1 FM WQRTLP, Indianapolis. The only place you can hear Indy City Football live. So what's this week's Game of the Week, then? This week's Game of the Week is Mapleton FC versus AC Mile Square. Boring. What about the sponsors? That's what I care about. It's not boring. It's an important matchup, actually. We'll talk about it a little bit. It is important to AC Mile Square. So AC Mile Square, if they get a win and see other results go their way, they they can win the regular season season trophy. And Mapleton, if they win... They could jump jump up to the fifth seed. So yeah. like there, there's stuff at stake at this game. I just want to talk about the sponsor battle. <laughs> just want to talk about. <laughs> well, uh, how long has it been since Mile Square has even had a game of the week? AC Mile Square since we launched Game of the Week two years ago, last season, whatever. I don't believe they've had. Uh, it's a, been at least two years yes. since they've had yeah. a Game of the Week. So, <laughs> so the sponsors, Mapleton FC is sponsored by Coal Ship. The Coal Ship. The Coal Ship. They will not. Fill it's growlers. a ship of coal, but not really. Mm-hmm. Um, and then AC Mile Square is sponsored by Jack's Barbershop. Jack's Barbershop, Done. one of one of our only non-real estate or restaurant or alcohol, sponsors. Yeah. Beverage, yeah. It's you know the Coal Ship. First of all, is a small place, so even if they brought their patrons as part of the battle, um, they don't have a lot of employees, and they don't they wouldn't have that many patrons. No. Uh, How many uh, scissors and razors do they have at the Coal Ship? Not as many as Jack's Barbershop. Let me tell you that. I mean, I'm sure they have a couple knives to like. And Jack's Barbershop is in City maybe? Market. Yeah, limes, but I mean, those aren't very big or sharp. No. No, and they're gonna probably be drunk from some fifty-dollar bomber of some Belgian beer. <laughs> That's. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm saying this is an easy call, Jack's Barbershop, because they're very well armed with sharp, straight razors and so on and so forth. I think it's a safe call to say Jack's is gonna win versus any of our sponsors. Uh, with the exception of the friends of Gar- friends and enemies of Garfield Park. Yeah, well, <laughs> so yeah, friends of Garfield Park. I think we've established that literally anyone that likes Garfield Park is a friend of Garfield Park. I still think they could use a rebranding though, like the enemies or the loose acquaintances of Garfield Park. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get that real big army. <laughs> but I, I think uh, I think we're right. The Jack's Barbershop. They've uh, they can be really sneaky and uh, stealthy with their cutting instruments it's a great place uh i've been there i've gotten a uh haircut it's very good i recommend going there you know coal ship is is pretty hip i imagine that there's a, a few patrons of theirs that have man buns and <laughs> i i think that jack's barbershop could remedy that problem <laughs> <laughs> so like where's the just, uh they just come in like cut the lights boom <laughs> Man bun, gone. So, so where's the after party this week? Anyone? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just really want to talk about people losing their man buns more. Uh, the after party this week is at Chatham Tap, everyone's favorite soccer bar in Indianapolis. Fantastic place. My favorite, my favorite bar in Indianapolis, honestly. And a place that I think has both the best pizza and best wings in the city. And they have a, they have a good beer list, beer list as well. That, uh, of course, is going to be sponsored by A.C. Woodruff Place or hosted, hosted by, by A.C. Woodruff Place. <laughs> One of the A.C. Woodruff Place sponsors Chatham Tap, <laughs> <laughs> who sponsors 
Woodruff Place. For a while, I did sponsor Chat and Tap. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I spend a lot of time and money there. Uh, it's all worth it. Woodruff Place will either be celebrating or not celebrating. Yeah. So if you see us, if, if, if Woodruff Place wins the game against Broad Ripple City, um, maybe you want to reconsider going to Chatham because we are going to be there. Uh, you want to come. It'll be fun. We'll no, be very be nice. Really we're not obnoxious. Yes, you are. Um, but if we lose, we're going to be very punchy. <laughs> very <laughs> there's definitely going to be fights <laughs> yeah um i'm we're, we're, i'm actually going to just get someone to one of our players to wear the uh, the ref's jersey and then just <laughs> just fight them fuck <laughs> <laughs> you i'm woodruff <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes but anyway that's uh the after party's at chatham tap anytime after the first round of games although i might suggest uh hanging around for the second round games because there's a few that will determine playoff seating uh don't bother with the eight o'clock games <laughs> Only people like Fountain Ooh. Square playing then. I mean, there it's going to be some tough games. The 11th versus 14, Fletcher 17 versus 18, <laughs> 10 <laughs> versus 16. Oh, hang on, hang on. Fletcher plays against Fountain Square is, is, the, is the great ancient derby. Of <laughs> well, and we don't know which Fletcher team is going to show up. They either show up and play well or they don't show up at all. That's right. So, but uh, It's a battle of gentrification. <laughs> That's I, the... I will still suggest that you just you stick around for the second round of games and then come over to Chat and Tap. Uh, they have a patio. They have a really small space where you can eat pizza and watch soccer. This is Indy City Football Live, only on 99.1 FM, WQRT, Indianapolis. So who is the Brady Pierce Sports Baller of the Week? This week's Sports Baller of the Week goes to Jordan Palacio. Uh, we watched uh, Jordan go down with a serious injury, knee injury, in week one. He didn't come back for a couple weeks. He was on bed rest, trying to heal it up in physical therapy. But since week four, he has come out to every single game, supported his team, Real West. Um, he's even been to the volunteer uh, cleanup days to help get points for Real West, even yeah, though he's... He, was, he volunteered, even though, yeah. Uh, and he doesn't just hang out and watch his team. He actually hangs out and watches uh, a few of the other games. So That's awesome. That's so cool that somebody enjoys the league so much that they... Uh, that's the that epitome of a, just a good sports player. Yeah, they're participating yeah. even though they can't be on the field. And that sucks that he can't be on the field. That, uh, that's no fun. Well, no. so I'm, I'm going to say he's a strong contender for the uh, award of the year. For the yeah, for sure. Of the year. I don't think he can do much off the field to, to make anyone mad, so. <laughs> yeah. His chances are good. You're listening to Indy City Football Live on 99.1 WQRT LP Indianapolis. You're listening We're going to go ahead City and uh, do a special part of our show. FM, we promised the winner of the LP, World Cup group that they could get some airtime on uh, live on our air. And so we are going to call the winner. Um, uh, first, we're going to reveal the uh, the placement of everybody else, um, and then we'll, we'll talk to the winner. So it was a uh, tight, close race all the way through. Um, Jeremy, as we know, is the winner. We're better to give him a call. Um, as far as your hosts go, uh, Josh won um, out of our group of hosts here. He got second place overall. I, uh, I finished sixth overall. Um, Good job, Jason. We scroll down. Thank you. Um, keep scrolling. Uh, keep, keep scrolling. Keep, keep scrolling. scrolling. And I uh, finished 18th. Okay? Well, we still got 13th. Uh, Jordan, uh, there, man, finished how slow 13th. Are you commissioner? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like 6th to 13th I is not that trying long. to exaggerate how 
poorly everyone else did. And then, uh, Jay, you finished 18th out of 20. And I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that because it's a poor, terrible predicting system, which means that I must have had the best predictions because <laughs> the system was, was bad. I'm most disappointed that uh, I lost to your mom, who came in eighth. Your mom beat both Commissioner Jordan and uh, Jay Desai, so your mom knows more about soccer than, <laughs> than Jordan then does. Then how dare you, sir? You, <laughs> you actually may be able to add their two scores together, and she still has more. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> wow, your mom is so much smarter than you. <laughs> anyway, let's give our winner a call and figure out who he is. Hello, you're on the air, live, <laughs> on ICF Live. Again, don't... Are we sure we're live this time? No. <laughs> no, but we're sure we're recording this time. Um, That's good. All right, so we are talking to Jeremy, the enigmatic Jeremy. Jeremy, who are you? I am uh, Jeremy Fields. I play for AC Mile Square. Well, that's fantastic. You guys are having a pretty good year this year. Uh, what do you think about uh, the season so far? I think we've been great. We started off a little rough. We had two losses to start, but we've won, we've won nine straight. We've That's won pretty some close impressive. Games, some some hard fought battles. Uh, I think three of our last four games were one goal games that we were decided in the last minute or so. Ooh. So um, yeah. we're winning some big ones. And then as a team, we're hanging out outside of the playing field, which is new this year. We're uh, first place in volunteer standings, which is awesome. And uh, I think overall we're gelling pretty well. So I think we have a good chance. Of, uh, of competing for the championship. That's pretty awesome. So uh, what kind of led the charge to, to get a little bit more involved this year? I think it all has to go to our, our captain, Anthony Teak. Um, last year, we kind of all showed up to the games, played, and then left and went our own separate ways. We never really hung out at all, and uh, Anthony's really been ahead of the push, at least with the volunteer side, which has kind of led into everything else, uh, the going to the bars after the game, the sponsor bars. Um, trying to hang out, trying to carpool more. Uh, we also have a couple more people from Mile Square this year, which is good. So it's all gelling, and we're looking good. Yeah, I've really found, at least for uh, my own experience in Old North, just the the more time we spend together outside of the field, the more fun and the the better we are on the field. It just it has a, a compounding effect. So, I agree. So Jeremy, I'd like to ask you about your methodology here, because what got you to that uh, number one position? So what? Uh, who did you pick to win? Uh, Germany, which didn't work out for me. No. But, uh, yeah, he picked Germany. But at least and it wasn't England. Won. It was better than picking England. Right? Uh, no. Oh, or Belgium. No. Yeah, tell us more about uh -uh. the uh, the things that got you uh, got you points. Well, the first thing that really made it uh, pretty easy for me is half the people stopped making picks. So <laughs> that, would, <laughs> that would be me. That's it's <laughs> true. It's true. So um, making picks really uh, gave me a big advantage over people who didn't make picks. Um, <laughs> Showing up is half the battle. Yeah. Um, and then for the most part, I just picked low-scoring, reasonable games, uh, like reasonable predictions for scores. So I got a lot of scores right, and those were worth a lot of points. So I, yeah, how did you go about uh, picking scores? Because I I would pick like one nothing, two one, two nothing, and I feel like I never hit. Uh, I kind of did the same thing. I just was better at it than you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were just more lucky. I'm pretty sure. Sure, whatever you want to call it. But um, I got I don't know. I I picked a lot of winners outside of did who you? I thought would win. Did you the though? The whole thing. Yeah, I wanna. I wanted to ask you real quick about your uh, Tunisia Panama game. I didn't. I didn't get that one right. <laughs> <laughs> you got everything wrong. Yeah, I believe we're looking at it right now. You got every single question for Tunisia Panama incorrect. 
How does yeah. that make you feel? Yeah. Are you not following those two uh, world clubs? <laughs> the world no. Um, that, game, that game was pretty meaningless, and I guess I melded in, too, because <laughs> not, not my best effort. Well, Jeremy, we want to thank you for coming on. Is there anything else that you would like to talk about with your airtime? No. I think I'm well over my minute that I was promised. So <laughs> well, I probably thank- deserve two by how much I beat Josh by. But oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. All right. Yes. Well, you're cut off. Thank you for uh, talking with us, and congratulations on your win. And thank you for being a good part of Indy City Football. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. You're still listening to Indy City Football Live on 99.1 WQRT-LP Indianapolis. Let's go and talk about Indy 11. They had a game last Thursday. Uh, July 26th against Bethlehem Steel. And for some reason, it was in the middle of the day on Thursday, which is quite possibly the weirdest time to play a professional soccer game. I'm not really sure. I don't understand why. It was <laughs> a very odd, what was it, 3 o'clock in the afternoon? Yeah, it was something like 3 o'clock, and the, the pitch was terrible. There were dry spots. There was wet spots. There was dips and hills and this is why they won it's like guerrilla war it's like the Viet Cong. Well, yeah, yeah, they knew where to hide and where so, to dribble around so yeah bethlehem <laughs> up until that game had had a eight match unbeaten streak See? at home yeah and they i mean clearly they knew the terrain and knew yeah, where right. the the dips were and knew where not to step because you'd tear your acl like almost happened to me in garfield park uh <laughs> But uh, because of that, even though Indy 11 might be a little bit stronger, the, the game was very close. Uh, and you find that often with, uh, with poorer pitches that, that the teams kind of flatten out in terms of uh, talent. But uh, Indy 11 won a corner in the 86th minute, and it was taken by Zach Steinberger, who found a completely unmarked Jack McInerney on the near side of the penalty spot. And uh, Jack, Jackie Mack... Uh, glanced the header, and it bounced just inside the far post and gave Indy 11 the win. Now, if you watch that, uh, the highlight from that game, you watch Zach, he'll take two steps down the hill <laughs> into a puddle to kick that uh, corner kick. Uh, the, the, there's a fence right there, like a couple feet away from the actual pitch. Yeah, it, it's crazy. He actually had to, normally, if you're taking the, a corner kick, you want to roll it as close to the um the goal and as far out into the field as you can and he put it back behind the goal line because there was no other place to get good footing and good solid turf to take yeah the you from. don't really want to have the ball floating um and <laughs> any kind of uh time link, like corner kicks see so it what's that with the standings then where do they sit? that that means that indy 11 stay in sixth but now they have 31 points so they's They've opened up the gap on ninth a little bit. They were just one point ahead of ninth, and now they're four. And that also puts them, because the table's still really close, they're just four points behind Louisville City FC in third place. So when will uh, Indy 11 get a chance to uh, close that gap with Louisville City? It's it's so shocking that you ask that, because uh, (laughs) they actually play Louisville this weekend, uh, Saturday, August 5th, in Louisville, at 5 p.m. Snatch those three points. <coughs> and there's a there's a big uh, contingency of uh, BYB members. Yes, the Brickyard Battalion has uh, has chartered a bus, and they are going to ride down to the game together. And I believe I saw today that they have around 10 to 15 seats left. There's only 14 <laughs> games left in the season, so watch them when you can. I would highly recommend going to the away game. 
in terms of opportunities for the week, um, we don't have any specific ones to announce. There is no official uh, league events, but if you have any more things that you want to get volunteer points for, you have to get them in by Thursday at noon. Otherwise, they will not be counted for this season. I do have a little aside here. Those of you that helped out at the cultural trail cleanup, those points have not yet been reflected in the standings. So next week, if you uh, helped out at that, you will see your points increase. So that could uh, change things around in the standings yep. a little bit. I think it's that time, Jay. Is Jason, is it? I, 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 think I'm, I'm, I think I'm ready. I haven't really uh, prepared. I've done it once already. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess maybe I have prepared some. So. Do we really have to do this? Yes. Yes, we do. You know what it's time for? It's Power Rankings. It's the Indy City Football Power Rankings with Jason Chisholm. And now, Jason Chisholm. All right, so what's, what are, are you going to do this time? Power, like, like electricity or... That would be close. Uh, electricity could find its way into our uh, our, our top ten list today, um, but we're gonna top ten IPL power stations. <laughs> <laughs> Can't name one of them. <laughs> there's Sub one street B. There's one at <laughs> station B. There's one at tenth and college. Okay. <laughs> All right. What do you have? Uh, our our power rankings. We're we're gonna rank uh, powers. So, uh, uh, well, superpowers. Like super yeah, superpowers. Okay. Now, is this um, going to be as frustrating as the last time you did it? I hope so. <laughs> I really hope so. Are you? Number oh. 10. Oh, you're doing them in order now. I'm so excited. Smell. Super smell. That's a sense. It's oh, a super smell? Super smell. So, like yeah. a dog. You would be dog man. I'm sure there's some. <laughs> I'm sure there's someone in the MKU that I, has a, a good uh, <laughs> super smell power. The, what? I. But or just move on quickly before, before he know. I don't understand why is there smell like that's not even a power. Why it, would that I mean, be useful? It, would, it could be you could smell bad guys. Uh, we're gonna go uh, <laughs> oh, number no, nine. No, wait, no, 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 we can't move on yet. What do bad guys smell like? Evil. What dogs does that can smell bad guys? Smell dogs like MKU. <laughs> dogs can smell evil. <laughs> Please describe the smell, Jason. Number nine. We're gonna go with. Us. <laughs> Spider powers. Spider powers. <laughs> yeah. So there's only uh, one guy that has these spider powers. Yeah, I think good, you're right? selling the laughs a little too much since you already know the punchlines. Yes, uh, <laughs> uh, so there may be some sort of mitigating factor that makes me <laughs> enjoy <laughs> enjoy these jokes more. I'd, but okay. Number eight, uh, we're gonna go with growth. Um, so just not like personal not, growth. Not like personal growth. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Man, you've had a promotion since last year. Like, he's really become more mature in the past. Found a girlfriend. Uh, it's just it's it's a so superpower. <laughs> well, now I'm rethinking it. Maybe shrink should be uh, switched with growth because I mean, That's growth should be better than shrink. I, I don't think either of those are a particularly good power. Okay, well, he, at least he's only Another, halfway through the list, so I forget not my even. number. Um, this is where it kind of gets a little muddy. <laughs> uh, oh, it's not muddy right now. Yeah, it no. hasn't gotten muddy yet. I'm going to have to get these two out of the way pretty quickly. So rings, uh, like like uh, power rings, we, we talked about. Um, I have a question. The Green Lantern. Yeah. And, and, and Thanos. All rings. And, yeah, rings. Uh, <laughs> could be. Tiffany's. But that's not a power. That's an object. But it gives you power, just like a lasso would. 
you, you should know better um, than to argue with. Is this, a lasso in here too? Oh yeah, I threw it in. It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> it, it kind of fits in I with mean, shield. I'll throw shield in here with this group too because Captain America throws a shield. The, these but are the just is objects. The they don't have powers themselves. A hammer? No. No, they're Wait, just okay, objects. Okay, right, okay. What, is, um, what about uh, like getting, flight, super, like okay, flight okay, okay, or okay. getting off, getting off of that stuff? I want to include brain stuff. So thinking, telekinesis, um, brain stuff. That's pretty. Yeah, good. Brain stuff. Right? Brain stuff is good. It can make you fly. It can make you make it things fly. It could make you fly. That so, doesn't make sense. It's so general. There's no actually because like you could argue that any power is controlled by your brain. Number three, the <laughs> controlling of fire. Number Again, two? that would be a brain thing if you're so general with your brain stuff. No, no. Like you control the fire with your brain. I feel like you're not getting this. <laughs> How could I possibly get this? It doesn't make sense. Number two is mutants. Uh, any all, all mutants? mutants? All mutants. All of them. Oh, that's the super sensible. This, this has not become. Wait, but is there one? number one? No, no, no I cannot. I cannot abide this anymore. I think you might than like I number one. Abide it before. Super mutants is not a power. Number it's one. A class of people. It's a race. You're being racist. <laughs> number one. Super transportation. <laughs> So, like, you know, you were Doesn't mad. Doesn't even make sense, uh, that word. Josh was mad about there not being flight and teleportation. So, so Jason made one called transportation, <laughs> which which could just be it's like an unlimited <laughs> Indigo and see, path. You just, and, and I mean, you're just really good at riding the bus. That, well, that could maybe, really you, fit in, too. You can the, create uh, light rail systems out of your... No, no, I mean, you just know how to use it. <laughs> now, we did take out the very controversial... Money as a superpower because that's superpower. Also, that's, another object. That is Batman. I mean, it would have fit right in with the other nonsense you threw in. <laughs> that's Batman's superpower is money. <laughs> it's not a superpower. Here's it's a just superpower. a thing. Uh, this bourbon has made this bit both worse and more entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it. That's enough. We've you know what's it. super fun is Jordan chiming in with stuff he's gonna have to edit out, <laughs> and he knows <laughs> he has purpose, to edit out. Yeah. It's so weird. Well, that's so. the end of. Power rankings. Oh man, that was Forever. That's the simultaneously end. the worst power rankings we've had and the worst power rankings we've had. <laughs> That's a superpower right there. That was Power Rankings with Jason Chisholm. All right, Jordan, now's the time of the show where you're actually allowed to talk. Hooray. You don't, that's all you got to say? All right, fine. <laughs> we have uh, one question for you. Uh, this is from Twitter, from Sam Schilling. Sam Schilling. Uh, who does Sam Schilling play for? Real West. His, his question is, what superpower would you have? <laughs> That's not what he asked because... <laughs> Super transportation, obviously. He didn't know that that was a terrible <laughs> subject on our show this week. He asks, have you ever thought about changing the league format instead of 8v8 to 6v6 or 7v7? Hashtag feels crowded, man. Hashtag free range footballers. Hashtag freedom. Hashtag America. <laughs> Are you making up those? He's going to keep going. If he, you you got to talk now. Quick. He didn't say the last one. So uh, we have actually considered it uh, really only the, the first year. Um, we are an 8v8 format uh, because that's what Detroit City football. It's uh, what you've always done. It's and those are the best rules, <laughs> the rules that we've always had. Uh, 7v7 is actually a, a fairly popular format uh, in Mexico. Uh, most recreational uh, football down there is actually 7v7. Um, and we, we did briefly consider uh, 
the change, uh, but uh, like any um, professional sports league, we're in it for the money. Uh, and so the more people and registrations we can pack in, well, the I better. Mean, <laughs> that, that's honestly part of it is that currently there's not field space to add more teams because we just don't have time for That it. is correct. So if we cut a player on the field... We cut players in the league, and that's and player time. Yeah, and yeah. and time on the field. So, while it it makes it a little bit more crowded on the field, that's not necessarily a bad thing either. The other thing to consider is uh, because we're going for a sort of slower pace, more sportsmanlike, uh, more passing league. Right. Exactly. It sort of incentivizes teams to may play more of a Spanish game. Right. Control the ball. Uh, yeah. There's so pass. many ticky taka yeah. teams in yeah. Yeah. city football. <laughs> Uh, and we've actually we've actually uh, built rules around this, right? So two or three years ago, we implemented the cherry picking rule specifically because teams were just bashing the ball yeah. uh, down and uh, trying to play a fast paced game, and that's just not the kind of game that we're going for here at Indy City Football. So, um, so the answer is yes. We have considered uh, less than eight v eight, and the answer is no. We will not change it anytime in the future. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's a feature, not a bug that we create less space for people because yes. we, we're trying to make it a little bit more even. And uh, with less space, with more players on the field, it makes it a bit harder to score. And that's that that's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, that is correct. Uh, we added extra sp We removed space in our game when I took a wild run through the field as goalie. And I took a very good shot on goal against Ben. Saw that. Uh, he saved it. But he, after the game, he came to me and was like, oh, if you put that in, <laughs> <laughs> there would have been a fight. There, yeah. <laughs> now we're going to move on to Better Know a Neighborhood with our foreign correspondent, Lauren Murray. Lauren, oh. take it away. Hello, fellow listeners. As you know, my name is Lauren Murray, and I am hosting Better Know a Neighborhood today. Welcome to Better Know a Neighborhood, where you better know a neighborhood. I'm here with our guest, Andrew, who plays for Atletico Cottage Home. Thanks for joining us today, Andrew. I'm going to ask you four questions about a neighborhood you may be very familiar with. If you get them all right, you will receive a complimentary one-way ride to that neighborhood. Huzzah. Are you ready to begin? So ready. So the neighborhood today is Fletcher Place. You're probably, do you know what that is? I do know Fletcher Place. Do you know the general area it's in? I do. Good. Can you elaborate? Well, I'm one of those sad sack players who plays for a team that he doesn't necessarily live in the neighborhood, and I should have shedded my allegiance to Atletico and played for Fletcher because I live there. I better know this neighborhood. You are perfect for today's questions. So my first is what time does the award-winning restaurant Bluebeard open for lunch on Saturdays? Ooh, Saturdays. I'm going to go for 11 a.m. It's actually closed for lunch on Saturday and Sunday. Trick question. Ouch. 5 p.m. Yes, I know that because I've tried to go there like five times on Saturday, and it's always been closed. So. Come on, Batistas. What are you doing? <laughs> Next question. What side of East Merrill Street is residential parking only? I'm looking for a direction, like north, south, east, or west. East Merrill is residential parking only? I need a clarification. Can I get a repeat? What side of East Merrill Street is the residential parking only sign applying to? Is that East Merrill Streep? No. East Merrill 
Street. It's the one. Oh, okay. Not Can East Meryl Streep. <laughs> so it comes off Virginia. There's the Maz right there. And there's East Meryl Street. Comes out of. I'm going to go for the underside. Or the east side. That's the one. I'm going to let you have the underside. <laughs> the, s- <laughs> the south side is resident parking only. Or at least that's what the sign says. There's currently no law backing up that sign. It's just an executive order from the 1980s. So Jeff Miller, who lives in Fletcher Place, is trying to pass some legislation to make resident permit parking easier for the police to enforce. Just Take so you that, know. 1980s, and your neon signs. Bow, bow, bow. So, third question. Fletcher Place is named after Calvin Fletcher, an important businessman born in the late 1700s who helped make Fletcher Place what it is today. How old was Calvin Fletcher when he died? Mm, 17th century, 18th century. I'm going to go for 57. You are so close. Calvin Fletcher died at 68 in 1866. These were very rough times for Calvin. He was widowed twice, and he had three wives in his And he was years. dead. <laughs> And he did die. <laughs> One of his wives was a Civil War nurse, 20 years his junior. Good for Calvin. <laughs> nice job, Cal. Callie. What Fletcher Place family faced trouble earlier this month after demolishing a historic Civil War era home without a permit? Hint, the house was destroyed on Lord Street. Ooh, that would be the Irea family. You got the hardest question. Such tasty lasagna. But yes. such, such trouble. The space is now an empty lot. The restaurant has been in the neighborhood since the 30s. And to quote a piece from WTHR Indianapolis, neighbors want punishment. We want blood. <laughs> and lasagna. <laughs> is there anything you want to plug now that you have our attention and you did not successfully pass? Yeah, you definitely did not win. Sorry. Oh, round. But you got one. You deserve that. Come around and see us. We've got distilleries and breweries and restaurants and restaurants that don't open on the weekend, apparently. And Come on, Batista. Players. <laughs> <laughs> and some people say you even have Holy Rosary. Other people don't say that. Uh, we do. We don't. We do. We don't. <laughs> IHPC and something else. You can tell by waking up at 7 a.m. every day from those bells. Uh, they I'm call me home. Former resident. They call me home. Okay, well, thanks, Andrew. I appreciate you being good sport today. Thanks, y'all. And thank you, Lauren, for uh, being a lovely host of Better Know a Neighborhood, where you better know know a neighborhood. neighborhood. So we don't have uh, really anything anything in the world of soccer to talk about because uh, we're after the World Cup and before most of the club season starts. So uh, we'll do a little bit of world sports talk. Uh, Jason, what do you have for us? I want to talk a little bit about the Tour de France. And uh, we know that just finished up. Uh, The winner of that was some guy from Wales. Don't really care about him. His name was Garen Thomas. I would like to talk about... Is Garen Thomas. He's still a person. Don't care. <laughs> I would like to talk about Lawson Craddock. Uh, Lawson Craddock is a, an American uh, in France doing the Tour de France. He uh, is from Texas, and he won a trophy. And that trophy was called? The Lantern Rouge. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I'm looking for it. Um, then which, that which means red light. 
because they used to have a red light behind the last rider of each uh, oh. stage that would like bring them home <laughs> during the night. So they eventually kind of formalized it as uh, an award they give to the last place right now does he also have a different jersey too i seen something where like he has no. to wear a red jersey no or? no you don't have a, a different jersey okay those are for other things yeah okay gotcha well uh lawson this year uh within the first hundred miles of the tour he had a very bad accident and, and the cameras didn't really capture it um well but he emerged very bloodied and bruised uh it looks like he hit a water bottle and uh, that's oh, no, what that's not good to land. That's on. what flipped him over. Um, he actually fractured his shoulder blade, had a bruised eye socket, and was like bleeding a lot in the face. And uh, that was just within the hundred miles, the first hundred miles of this whole thing. So and, very um, early on in the race. Yeah, and he could have quit. Yeah, he, he, he suffered an injury that most sane humans they would be like, all right, I probably don't need to ride another three thousand kilometers. Not with a fractured shoulder blade. You <laughs> no. know. No. Not not through the mountains, not through cobblestone streets. No, it yeah, probably exactly. doesn't feel good. But he got back on his bike and he finished uh stage one. And he finished stage two and he actually went all the way through the mountains, all through the little tiny towns, through the cobblestone streets, and, and he finished finished all twenty one stages. Last. <laughs> but he finished. He finished. That's fantastic. Um, Constant pain. Um, he raised a lot of money, though, through uh, the, a GoFundMe can a crowdfunding campaign um, that raised money for a Houston racing track. Oh man, I was hoping he somehow got more from that than the purse of the winner. I don't know what the he, what's the purse for the more friends? more than twenty uh, two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, than that. yeah. And yeah, he uh, raised two hundred thousand dollars. Um, I was only two hundred thousand. I I phased out and didn't listen to that. Sorry so, about that. For right. the Alkek Velodrome. So, so right. bloodied, bruised, red. Should we be giving FC Fountain Square the La Rouge? <laughs> Not yet. Yeah, but maybe. they haven't finished last yet. Um, but that's awesome. That's uh, yeah, very good story. The humanity of sport and the endurance of pushing through. So good for Lawson. Uh, Jay, what do you have for us? On the subject of pushing through and being tough, uh, I'm going to talk about uh, Calcio Storico, or uh, also known as Calcio Fiorentino. Calcio, uh, for those who don't know, is the Italian word for soccer. And um, calcio storico means historical soccer, historical football. Um, and it is a form of kind of soccer combined with rugby with this other stuff in it. Um, and I, every, you know, every so often, like usually between the, at the beginning of the Indy City football season, I post a link to an excellent New York Times article. I will make sure to post it through the ICF media um, that it's about this thing and uh, it takes place in the city of Florence and it's the original neighborhood soccer league the way it works is there the, the city is split into four quarters um, the names don't matter of the, the, the neighborhoods themselves but there's a red uh, which is the Rossi a white Bianchi a green and then a blue Azuri and so those are the four teams and they only play three matches the thing about this game though is Matches last 50 minutes. Each team has 27 players. No substitutes allowed uh, for injured or expelled players. This is important because <laughs> there are no rules for tackling. All you have to do is get the white ball into the other team's goal. And there are like a ton by of refs. By any means necessary. By any means. Like they, if you watch a video, go on, go on YouTube. It's amazing. There are lines of men just fighting each other. Are you allowed to like kick or throw the ball? Yeah, you do that too, but most of it is like an army like guarding the, the guys who are the, uh, d the defenders who hold the ball to try and get it around. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, when that happens, you get a, uh, you get a, a half point. 
Does uh, you can't, can you get a half point for scoring a goal? Yeah, that's just one. Of, yeah, can you hide uh, the ball under your shirt? You can try, but it's pretty obvious where the cluster of people are that someone in there has the ball, so they start attacking. Um, anyway, so there, there's <laughs> a, the, a great I, suggestion, Jason. Yeah, it's crazy. So, um, so this year, the in the 2018 uh, competition, um, I had to go on Italian Wikipedia. Uh, my my Italian reading comprehension isn't that great, um, but what I was able to ascertain was that um, the Azzurri, the blue neighborhood, was uh, banned this year because of something that happened um, due to Italian that I don't understand. <laughs> um, <laughs> and this year, uh, it was won by the Rossi, uh, who, uh, well, they won like 10 to 2, which is impressive because a lot of people were very badly hurt in that process. <laughs> also, how do you get banned? Like, what did you do in that violent game that you're banned this year. Um, I'm very fascinated. If anyone knows, can you email I know why the Azuri were banned from Calcio at IndyCityFootball.com? Yeah, let really us know. Really appreciate that. Um, my uh, world of sports is actually the, uh, the Central American and, uh, oh, God. Caribbean. Yeah, I know. Um, I, well, I had a tab open, and since it was like five hours ago that we did it, <laughs> I actually I ended up closing out of it because I didn't think I'd need it that anymore. Reasonable. My World of Sports thing is the 2018 Central American and Caribbean Games. Uh, essentially, it's the Olympics for the Caribbean and Central American region, and uh, currently it's in Barranquilla, Colombia. And there's 37 nations participating, and they're playing in a bunch of different uh, sports, lots of aquatics, um, some baseball, that's pretty big in the Caribbean, cycling. I, uh, I watched a little bit of equestrian. Did the U.S. at least make this uh, tournament? They actually did not qualify because they're neither in the Caribbean nor Central America. <laughs> Puerto Rico? Close, right? Did Puerto Rico compete? Uh Efforting the answer to that. Um, Puerto Rico is participating, yes. So technically, the U.S. is participating. At least we made that sort one. Of. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but yeah, so lots of different uh, fun events happening just in more of a regional competition and uh, giving a little bit of a Latin flavor to it. And I've, I've enjoyed watching it uh, when I've been home. When it's on ESPN uh, streaming. So check it out. It's... Uh, if you like Olympic sports, it's Olympic sports. Today's show is brought to you by Limericks. On a show we call ICF Live, Jay Jason and Josh, they all strive to bring you the news all about sportsmen like football in Indy where soccer now thrives. That's a good one. That's good. You're like the Eminem of Limericks. <laughs> a very lowly post Do you? <laughs> in the scheme of culture. You must, you must defeat people in like street Limerick battles. I have to say, I absolutely loved the Limerick challenge that blew up. Great job by uh, KIB, Keep, Keep Indianapolis Beautiful, <laughs> by uh, st kicking that whole thing off and a lot of teams participating. It was quite enjoyable. It was impromptu Limerick competition. If you haven't checked it out, go on uh, Twitter and just uh, look up the uh, Limerick Exchange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on Twitter and just type in Limericks and see what happens. <laughs> this week was also brought to you by 27v27 with no substitutes for injured or expelled players. Calcio Storico. Be scared. <laughs> this week is brought to you by AC Woodruff Place. <laughs> you, I'm Woodruff. <laughs> This week brought to you by 11v11, the crazy new way to play soccer. 
This week's show is brought to you by Teleportation. Teleportation, the actual best superpower, and all others are pretenders to the throne. So I said, super transportation. This week is also brought to you by your mom, which can now be revealed is the wife of Josh Baker, Alicia. Let's be clear. Your mom is not my wife. <laughs> my wife that. is Alicia. Uh, brought and to you by she <laughs> your mom said her mom said her name was your mom in our league. In our so so good league. job to both uh, Jordan and Jay for getting beat by Alicia. She is much smarter than both of you. This week is also not brought to you by the Windsor Park Rangers. Windsor Park Rangers. You're never getting in the league. Deal with it. <laughs> this week is brought to you by fake Twitter accounts, of which somehow this show has spawned four or a five. Lot. <laughs> yeah. How are there even enough lins- listeners to I do don't that? Know. Like honestly, I I would never put in the effort to make a fake Twitter account, <laughs> and like somehow the like thirty people that listen to us, there's like five of them yeah, I don't, that I don't even know. are intense enough that they'd make hey, a fake Twitter. Good on you for creativity, man. Uh, uh, this week is actually brought to you by Indy 11. They are a fantastic partner, both for our league and for this community. Uh, we appreciate everything they do, and we appreciate having a local team to cheer for. It is, um, it's great to, to be able to cheer something uh, along with your civic pride. We want to say thank you to everyone out there listening for actually listening to us, whether it's uh, on the radio accidentally or on purpose. <laughs> In the podcast. Uh, Thank you you so much. You can't make fake listeners, only fake Twitters. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, and we will talk to you next week. Thank you. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? It's a neighborly day in this beauty wood, a neighborly day for a beauty. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? I have always wanted to have a neighbor just like you. I've always wanted to live in a neighborhood with you. So let's make the most of this beautiful day. Since we're together, might as well say, Would you be mine? Would you be mine? Would you be my neighbor? Would you play? Would you play? together, might as well say.